Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick and today I'm joined by... Elfie Scott. Hi, Laura. Hey, thrilled to have you again. Chelsea's still on her tropical holiday. I think we've talked more about Chelsea on this podcast while she's been away than any other celebrity. Well, coming up on today's show, Hayley Bieber has given a new interview to The Times talking about her future and children, and it's really erupted into this kind of media storm about the reason she doesn't want to have a child. We're going to get into the kind of bigger meaning behind that. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Okay, kicking things off with some happy news today. Thank God, because I feel like the celebrity world has been a little bleak of late. But Selling Sunset star Chriselle Staus and Australian musician G Flip have shared the details of their beautiful, small, but also just very luxe and glitzy Las Vegas wedding. So in exclusive interview with people where they shared all these beautiful photos of their wedding day, they said it was a very small group there, just a few friends and family watching over a live stream. They actually officially said they had been married this Thursday with an Instagram reel that promoted G Flip's new song, Be Your Man. So they shared a beautiful video about their love story, but this is the first time that we've seen all the pictures, seeing Chriselle's dress, and also they got married by an Elvis impersonator, of course. I think if you're going to go to Vegas, you've got to do that. Of course. So obligatory. <laughs> exactly. So if anyone is not across their love story, they met in Halloween in 2021. At the time, Chriselle was dating her Selling Sunset co-star, Jason Oppenheimer and G Flip was also in a relationship, but they hit it off, moving in the same circles in LA. And then they met at another party months later and just went from there, falling in love, which is really sweet. Chriselle first talked about their relationship on an episode of Selling Sunset, where she said, I recently have been spending a lot of time with someone that's very important to me. Their name is G Flip, they're non binary, so they go by they, them, and they are extremely talented musician. So we've popped some of those beautiful wedding photos up on our spill Instagram. Instagram account if you want to take a look. So actor Elle Fanning has spoken out about her Instagram follower account and why it reportedly once lost her a role. Fanning was speaking on the Happy Sad Confused podcast with Josh Horowitz and she was talking about not feeling pressure to join a big superhero franchise like Marvel and off the back of that conversation she said that she had once tried out for a major project without naming it and didn't get it and the feedback that she got was that she didn't have enough Instagram followers at the time. She now has about 6.2 million followers so I'm sure that she's not lacking for that anymore Exactly. (laughs) but at one point apparently she was. Interestingly 
interestingly, Sophie Turner told a similar story back in 2017 about the opposite side of that story. She won out against an actor that she referred to as far better than her because she had a higher follower count. And I think that it's really interesting whenever we have a celebrity story like this that reminds us, A, how fickle the industry is, and B, how little power actors really have. This is a big reminder of that, that the industry is still this beast and actors are just kind of small players in it. And it's kind of disappointing to think that there's a lot of actors who wouldn't be getting these great roles because of their social media followings, which can be really hard to build up. Like, obviously, if you're in a big project that gets a lot of eyes on it, that can help build it. But if you're just someone who's kind of doing the rounds, doing in bit parts, would be really hard to kind of push that up. It's interesting, though, because I've noticed, because I do a lot of celebrity interviews with my job, that putting people's Instagram followings or TikTok followings has become a way that PRs now pitch people to me, which wasn't the case like maybe even a year ago. Like it's just in the last year, I think that's become a big thing. So obviously if it's someone that's a really big name, they're not pitching. They're just saying, you'll be lucky to talk to this person. But if it's someone who's just maybe breaking into the industry and they're on a new Netflix show or something like that, then they'll say they've been in this, this, and this. They're coming up on this. If they've got a famous parent, they always throw that in for sure. But recently they've been saying, and they have this many followers on Instagram and this many followers on TikTok. And I think for a lot of people, that is kind of turning over like from the media end who gets an interview and who doesn't. So I guess it makes sense that'd be happening in the movie industry as well, especially because a lot of movies at the moment are really struggling to make money at the box office with streaming. And so if you've got someone who's got a huge Instagram following and it's between them and someone else, it would definitely tip in their favor because it almost like comes out of your marketing budget then. Yeah, totally. Like if you post the trailer to their followers, then surely you're going to get more people actually buying tickets to the movie. But like as somebody who covers pop culture do you actually care when somebody's Instagram following is high or not oh yeah to an extent I mean it does tell me that people are very interested in this person but also a lot of the time someone could have a huge amount of Instagram followers but people don't really click on their name or might not care because they might like them for their photos or pictures or just because they have like a famous relative or something like I found that it actually doesn't make as much of a difference as people think it would and it's interesting how I feel like that's happening in the media industry as well. I mean, you probably see this like going to writers festivals and with your writing a book and everything. Sometimes like people who, even if you're a writer or a podcaster or something like that, and like your job is just to create your content and put it out into the world. At the moment, I feel like having an Instagram following a lot of the time can be the line between who gets a job or who gets asked to be on something and not. Like, is that right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I only just got over 10K and I feel like I'm legitimized as a human being now, <laughs> somehow by the industry. But yeah, no, I think it's a really fair point, but it's just very interesting to see people of like Elle Fanning's echelon being affected by the same thing. I know this trend is going to continue because that's the way the industry works, but I want actors just just acting and working on their projects yeah. <laughs> and celebrities who just exist to like be photographed. I'm happy for them to post wild stuff on Instagram. If you're an actor, I just want you doing that. I just don't want to know about your private life. Let the actors act. <laughs> <laughs> So you're probably seeing Hayley Bieber's name everywhere today, which is not completely unusual with how much that young lady is in the news cycle, but this is a particularly serious story. So Hayley Bieber has given a new interview to The Times, and there's one line in particular that every media outlet has picked up and run with today. It also is the title of the story, so I guess it's not that weird that that's what everyone's gone with, but the title is Hayley Bieber, I want kids so bad, but I get scared. And then it goes on to say, you probably know Bieber as one of her famous family, her famous husband 
incident or even an internet feud that has gripped Gen Z. No wonder she just wants to focus on her best-selling beauty range. So the article is meant to be about her skincare and beauty range and how she built it, but obviously there's a lot of questions in there about her personal life and this intense hatred that the internet has for her. Something that's really interesting is the journalist talks about what happened earlier this year when all those TikTok videos came out where it was alleged that Hayley and her friend Kylie Jenner were bullying Selena Gomez and kind of brought this whole feud up and everything that happened in the fallout from that. And the journalist goes on to say it led Hayley Bieber to lose more than a million Instagram followers and receive death threats. And then obviously Selena Gomez had to come out and ask her fans to leave Hayley Bieber alone. What's kind of interesting is in this article, Haley doesn't go into that at all. In fact, the journalist writes that her publicist, when this line of questioning starts, she jumps in and stops it and tells her to move on, which is not out of the realm for a celebrity interview, but interesting that that's been left in. But I guess the journalist wanted to show that she did try and get into that part of her story and she and her team just immediately shut it down. But what's interesting at the end of the video is that the journalist writes, at some point, baby Beavers will be on the cards and ask her how she feels about bringing children into her extremely privileged yet public life. And she said, I literally cry about this all the time, which sounds really sad, but the journalist says she's laughing there. So maybe it's a bit of a joke, but there's some truth at the end of it. And she obviously could have just kind of left it there or made a joke about it or said, maybe we want kids in the future, but not anytime yet. But instead, she kind of went a bit deeper into this serious side. And she said, I want kids so bad, but I get scared. It's enough that people say things about my husband or my friends. I can't imagine having to confront people saying things about a child. And then it says her tone softens. I'm just putting the journalist inflections here because obviously it's written <laughs> and the tone matters because I feel like she could be laughing or she could be I know, being really serious. I know. It's just one of those phrases where if you say it out loud, like if I said, Laura, your tone just softened, it yeah. would just sound ridiculous. <laughs> but just for context, it sounds like she's being very serious here. And then she finishes saying, we can only do the best we can to raise them as long as they feel loved and safe. So everyone's running with this today and I think people are like quite horrified to hear that she's scared to have children because of the bullying that she's gone through. Yeah, I think it's such an interesting story. And I think that Hayley Bieber has obviously been just the centre of so much drama. Like, it's felt like 10 years of Hayley Bieber drama right now. It's probably only been about six months, realistically. (laughs) But obviously her name has just been in headlines for so long. And I can understand somebody from her perspective just feeling like she doesn't want that to filter to somebody who's more vulnerable than her, i.e. a child. And obviously in the past, there's been a lot of discussion about celebrity children. You know, like celebrity children have been in headlines for years and years. And I think that when celebrities are discussing having children or how they're going to treat their children in the media, you know, some will take different tactics. You can have like the Kardashian tactic where you put them on Instagram and like dress them up fancy and take them to events or you can have ones where like you know Angelina Jolie keeps her children relatively out of the public eye at least until recently but I think from Hayley Bieber's perspective she just recognizes that there has been so much hatred towards her like she's a particularly vilified figure and she's such a villain to so many people particularly Selena Gomez fans that I can really empathize with her I think that like it's a really horrible thing to have to consider for a child's upbringing of like the commentary around them. And I feel like anyone in that situation when you've got that glare of celebrity having kids is what you would think about in terms of like the invasion of privacy. But I think for her in particular, because I have seen some comments today of people saying like, oh, she's over-exaggerating and no one really cares. And I think 
that hatred that people have of her infiltrates so much of her life, like not just all the comments on everything she posts. You know, people go to events where she's going to be and yell stuff at her. The paparazzi, when they're chasing her through the streets, like there's videos of them repeating the worst things people have said to like get a reaction out of her. And even now, like she's doing like this big interview about her skincare range and the journalist, which is fair enough because it's a big story, is just asking about the hatred, the feud, losing all the followers, the death threat. So it's like every time she does an interview now going forward for anything, whether it's about fashion, beauty, whatever, she has to talk about how much people hate her. And I feel like you would really have that in your mind in a different way than other celebrities do who are like legitimately worried about the safety and privacy of their children, but not that the public is going to hate them and hate Justin Bieber for having kids with her instead of Selena. Like it's absolutely crazy. And I think it's interesting that before this whole kind of thing blew up with her and Selena Gomez, which like we don't really know what happened. Like, you know, people Mm. think that bullying and like maybe that happened. I don't know. We'll never know. But even before that, like last year, she was having like a literal breakdown on TikTok asking people to stop the bullying and it just riled them up even more leave me alone at this point i'm minding my business i don't do anything i don't say anything leave me alone please enough time has gone by where it's valid to leave me alone i beg of you truly that's my only request leave me alone be miserable somewhere else please i am very much in two minds about this kind of video, right? Because on the one hand, like 100% Hayley Bieber should be left alone by people who say horrific things about her. Like the Selena Gomez fans attacking her, it's all just like too much and those people 100% need to grow up. But then there's another part, which is like, her entire career is about profiting off attention. Like that's exactly what it means to be a celebrity. And so I do think it will be really hard for her to actually even try and walk that line because what she does is publicize herself. Like that is her life, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. So tricky. It's such a weird kind of like little sliver of fame that she's fallen into because without the Selena Gomez thing, and obviously not blaming Selena, but like, you know, without people kind of pitting them against each other, Mm. she could have had this really like pristine little piece of fame that most people would find it hard to fit into in terms of that she came from a famous family but wasn't kind of going into the like acting industry like them. So she was kind of away from that sort of criticism. And then like, you know, conventionally she's really beautiful. She's thin, blonde, young, white woman. So, you know, someone who's very palatable to the masses. And then if she could have just had that love story with Justin Bieber, all we would know her for was like walking from car to get her coffee in these beautiful outfits that a stylist like spends hours. Like her stylist gave an interview recently because she was named like the Hollywood Reporter Stylist of the Year and said that she calls in all these clothes for her and like a whole team of people work to put these outfits together. Like she's styled to get a coffee more than most people are styled (laughs) to go on the red carpet. Like Mm. it's a very like... Like planned tactical thing of how like she gets presented to people. So a lot of people have fallen in love with her style and she doesn't really have to speak. You just see her kind of smiling nicely. If she could have stayed in that little bit of fame, she would have been, you know, in the absolute best position of just being someone who was beloved, but also didn't have to have opinions on anything, didn't have to kind of weigh in on anything. But because of this like online feud that people think happened, now she's in the worst kind of place because she doesn't have a brand to pull herself out of it. Yeah, Because we only see her walking 
walking around like and doing her skincare online and all that sort of stuff. So you only see her as this kind of like rich mean girl. Like it's interesting that tipping point is like such a small thing that's tipped her over from being like someone we love to someone that everyone hates. Yes, that is so interesting. She could have been the purest Nepo baby in the world. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to say, we will link the full article in the show notes if you'd like to read it. And I've got to say, as much as some people are saying today, like, oh, poor Hayley Bieber. And, you know, obviously there's so many people in the world who are worse off. I do have like empathy for her reading that to have that thought in your mind that when you eventually want to have a child, the world is going to hate you for it. Like that's not something that every new mother would think about. But we'll link that in the show notes for you to have a read. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by myself, Laura Brodnick, and our executive producer is Gia Moylan. And before we go, she doesn't want me to say this, but our audio producer, Rhiannon Mooney, it is her last day with Mamma Mia and The Spill today before she heads off on some overseas glamorous adventure. And so much about what you guys love about the pod, the way it comes together, the sound, the tone of it, that's all coming from Rhi, who has been working her magic. She's like, she doesn't want to get on the pod. I tried to get her on, but she's very shy. But we just wanted to say thank you so much for everything she's done for The Spill. And we're going to miss her and we wish her all the best. That's as close to the mic as she'll get. We'll see you on mamamia.com and over on the spill Instagram. Bye.